Hello everyone and welcome to episode 43 of the Foo for Thought podcast. Uh, my name is Sean and I am your host. I thought of a great thing as well. Um, since I'm a host of a Kung Fu podcast, I could be known as Host Face Killer. Okay. <laughs> Who's a bad guy in a Kung Fu film. We haven't watched that one yet for the boat. <laughs> Did you want to make me yeah, go ahead? Yeah, I do want to. I do want to. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Host Face Killer. I thought of that about oh, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> what a way to start off an episode. I'm on. I'm on top form. I'm on top form. So I'm here with my co-host and wife, Devon. Hello. And uh, via the beauty of technology, we have Cyrus on the line. That's right. Hello, everybody. Nice. So this week we are discussing uh, a quintessential kung fu classic. Uh, we are talking about the 1978 Wing Chun movie, Warriors Two. Uh, which is directed by none other than Sammo Hung. Uh, before we get started and get into the meat of the movie, anyone watch anything interesting over the last two weeks? Anything have anything? Anyone have anything to talk about? Um, I mean, I, we've been any- watching WandaVision. We, WandaVision has definitely gotten better. WandaVision's gotten much better. It's just begun. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. What, what are we now? F- what was this? Fourth episode or fifth? Four or five. Yeah. Five. And we've got another four to go. So, um, yeah, it's really good. It's uh, I wasn't on board for the first two episodes. I was a little uh, right. not sure about this, uh, but it's definitely gotten way better. Yeah. And uh, you know what? If you wanted to save yourself time, you could probably just watch the last episode and be c- totally caught up. Probably, probably, especially with the recap at the beginning. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything. Definitely not going to spoil anything. But in the latest episode, there's a certain. Uh, interesting moment let's just say that i think uh, i don't want to spoil anything but yeah. uh it, it, there's a very kind of landmark moment i think for for marvel it's very interesting um mm. and yeah have you not seen the latest episode cyrus oh i saw it yeah did you did you no oh, we won't talk about it because yeah, I, know, I, I know people get upset yeah, when we talk about spoilers. asking him questions yeah, no, never mind no. we'll we'll take it offline yeah as they say um, me and Devon, we watched another Jackie Chan film in an oh, attempt oh, uh, yeah. to get Devon kind of won over to the to the Jackie side. And uh, how did that go, Devon? Um, what did we watch again? Who am I? Oh right, yeah, Sean. Was that your answer to Who Am I? <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. I mean, it was all right. You didn't love it, though, did you? I didn't. No. I tell you what, neither did I, and I used to love it. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of... There's so much silliness, and just... and and. It's cheese. It really is. It, uh, Jackie Chan's... Nine, I just made the weirdest noise. Did you hear me do that? I just made the weirdest <laughs> noise. Um, <laughs> Jackie Chan's 90s era is so unpleasantly cheesy. Like... I I have a feeling if I watch Rumble in the Bronx, I'm going to have the same problem. I watched First Strike not too long ago, and that was just as cheesy. It's just like the the actors that he has playing alongside him are just terrible, and yeah. it's just very, yeah, very cheesy. Um, who am I? Still has great action, but yeah, I understand why you didn't love that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think we're putting Jackie Chan to bed for a while uh, <laughs> in terms of um, Devon and this podcast. I think it'll be 
It'll be a while before we do another Jackie Chan film. Um, I'm not yeah. sure which one we're going to do in the future. I haven't got any planned at the moment, but yeah, I think let's just let's just have a little Jackie break. Okay. Yeah. Um, online or what? Oh, when was it? I can't remember when it was, but the new Donnie Yen uh, movie trailer, uh, his latest film or his film that's next to come out, it's called Raging Fire. Uh, a trailer is now online for that, and that film looks fucking awesome <laughs> really really good stuff i'm really excited about that one it's a it's a modern kind of martial arts action film uh it was directed by uh benny chan who sadly just as he completed the movie he passed away um i don't know why i'm laughing at that but it's just it is a sad and weird story that you know he literally finished the movie and then died sadly um mm. but it looks amazing the trailer looks fucking bananas just gunplay shootouts People getting punched through glass. Looks like a grand old time. Right. Half What's it show. called again? It's called Raging Fire. Mm. Yeah, it's got uh, Donnie Yen and Nicholas... I can never say his last name right. I think it's Say. Nicholas Say or Tsi. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it looks like a good one. Um, but otherwise, I, well, I don't think we've watched much, have we? Really? No. Yeah, a lot of Naked and Afraid. Yeah. <laughs> some, some, Hell's, yeah. some Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, that's about it. You think you could survive on an island now? Or oh, not? fuck no. Hell no. no. Just naked and afraid ain't for Every me. Every single episode, I'm just like, there's not a chance in hell that I would ever do any of that. Yeah, yeah. What if you had a knife, a pot, and a fire starter? How how, no. how long do you want me to survive for? Like, oh, that's a good question. Like, two and a half weeks. Fuck no. no. I'll give you four nights. Yeah, no way i'm not a survivalist i'm not a survivalist even like i mean yeah we're no we're talking like trying to build shelter we're talking yeah like surviving like especially if they're like the biggest thing it seems to me that gets people isn't even isn't even like the you know the lack of food it's the the, bugs it's the bugs and it's the lack of sleep yeah bugs and lack of sleep and and I, a lot of people like lose it when they're like when they think about their families. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, they do. I think it's definitely taxing on the mind. Yeah, and I couldn't do it. Like I literally every time I cook dinner in this house, I forget how to turn the timer on on the oven. <laughs> so there's no yeah. way I'd remember how to make a fucking a line shelter or whatever they're called or a support a, shelter. A frame. A frame. Yeah. A frame. <laughs> a raised. Yeah. A raised. Uh, bed or raised platform. No yeah, way. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't remember it. I'd just be like, "Oh no, I'm just gonna lie on this bed of leaves, <laughs> and just go to <laughs> hey, sleep." Hey, some people do that. I yeah. know, I know. But then the bugs will get you. And yeah. uh, I don't do. I don't do too well with bugs. Um, bugs are well, they're not that attracted to me. But uh, I think if I get like bitten four times by a mosquito, I'm just like, no, it's done. They get bit like eight hundred times, and I'm like, like four bites, I'm done. Yo, you're gonna be on the truck on the way there you're like you know what man this is gonna be fun and then you're like i quit yeah exactly <laughs> the, the moment i take off my boxes i'm just like i quit now no <laughs> yeah so yeah lots of naked and afraid we've been watching um just a bunch of this and that really nothing much rupaul's drag race yeah uh which isn't interesting for this podcast at all <laughs> what about you sarah seen anything done anything um not really um but i have some thoughts yeah. yeah. Okay. Some, you have some thoughts on, on anything in particular? I've been I've been using Amazon lately. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a startup. <laughs> I I've heard it. Yeah, like a like a small company. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, holy crap. It's it's, it's amazing. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Just the discovering fact that Amazon. Just realizing this. Yeah. No, I mean, I I've had uh, Prime on and off for years, but I never really ordered anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Got you. But now How is I'm that like, even possible, Cyrus? And then you've been <laughs> you've been home for what? It's coming up on a year now, and you've never you you're telling me in this even just in this past year you haven't ordered anything. Well, in the past month, I have. Well, well, Cyrus, can I ask you, what have you ordered? Please tell us. Or are you not willing to dive? I know you got the fire tablet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my other thing. The ta- get everybody get a tablet <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm ten years late. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe how nice. It- I thought it was just too much. Like I have an <laughs> iPhone and a computer. What? What am I, Bill Gates? I don't need. Yeah. Three different things to watch TV on. And oh now, my god! Yeah, now you have a now you have a tablet. You feel like a Tom Cruise in Minority Report. That's exactly right. I have the gloves and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We don't. Uh, I don't have a tablet. You you have an iPad. Yeah, I know. I have a well. Yeah, I have a, a very old uh, iPad that I barely use now. Um, and I have a tablet. I have a Fire tablet. We should get another iPad. Well, yeah, they're expensive. I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, inter- interesting that you've just discovered Amazon. Are you getting that uh, that two day two day shipping? Yeah, sweet. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, they lied to me. They said I, I I bought a pillow yesterday, and they said that my pillow would be here today, and now yeah. they've just told me that it's going to be here on Tuesday. So I'm disgusted, and it's so funny <laughs> that I'm absolutely appalled that I'm going to get a pillow in four days. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's for, like, for no shipping costs. Exactly, no shipping whatsoever. I didn't pay it's a gonna single be, cent. It's going to arrive at our door in four days. In four and days, and I'm disgusted. Livid. Yeah, I'm appalled <laughs> that it would take so long. Uh, yeah. There are people, you know, underpaid people working like they're working themselves to death in these Amazon warehouses, and I'm complaining that I'm not getting one day shipping for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and did you say what it was? It was a pillow. Oh, pillow, pillow, pillow. Yeah, I got myself, uh, bought myself a new pillow. You can, you can, you can buy anything off Amazon. I know everyone knows this, and I know it's kind of the joke, but you, I'm pretty sure you can buy anything off Amazon. Sure. That's very funny that you mentioned that, and I wasn't gonna say it because I thought it was too crass. But now we're just getting into it. Uh, I was like, you can buy anything on Amazon in my head. So I went to the grossest thing I could think of, Hit and I up. looked up used undies. Get the fuck out of here. Please tell me they don't have used undies. They don't have them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You see, the sex toys and things things like dildos and butt plugs and stuff, they do have them on there, but the people that sell them have to covertly name them. Uh, you can't just literally come out and say, hey, guys, I got a dildo for sale. You have to say, like, a female massager. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like or, a r- rolling pin. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, not that I know, but I may have had to look uh, once or twice. Um, but yeah, I like that your mind went to used underwear. That is a uh, that's quite a mind you have over there, Cyrus. Yeah, I mean, I was like, well, he if was... they sell that, then they truly sell everything. Yeah, he was testing the theory. That's true, though. That's true. They, they sell books talking about used underwear. <laughs> really? Uh, On, like Audible or something. Wow, an audible book about how to flog your underwear. Maybe I'll buy that. I need to. Maybe try to think of like different wording for it and try try another search. Uh, if if any, any of, <laughs> if any of our listeners uh, want to buy any of our underwear, just 
<laughs> just hit me up uh hit me up in the in the dms on instagram we can come to yeah. some kind of deal no i don't understand Ooh. that i don't i won't get into it but i don't understand it but apparently it's a booming business thriving um so i'm glad i'm glad you found uh the wonders of amazon we've been we've been knee deep in amazon for years now indeed yeah and uh jeff bezos is it bezos or bezos bezos i think bezos, right? I guess. he I just he just retired this week um or he just right. stepped down as ceo so yeah. he walks away with his uh with his neat little 185 billion dollar fortune so it doesn't make is any that how sense yeah, he's the. Uh, he, that's it, how much he's worth. That's how much his fortune is. He's got. Sorry, he's got 184 billion, and Elon Musk has got 185 billion. It doesn't make sense to have that much money. I don't understand. No. It, how can yeah. you be okay with having that much money? You'll never spend that much money. Yeah. In your entire life, how can you be okay with it? I couldn't even you know that imagine. Movie, uh, you know that movie Brewster's Millions? <laughs> I do. What about. Brewster's 185 billion. <laughs> yeah. Bezos is 185 billion. He has to spend that in 24 hours or however long. How long does Richard Pryor get? Is that Pryor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard yeah. Pryor. How long does he get in that? 24 hours? I think so, yeah. God, I haven't seen Brewster's Millions in years. That's a good film. I should watch that. Um, all right. So let's jump into the uh, into the movie. Let's have a quick discussion on Warriors 2. All now, right. I will say that uh, when I mentioned we were doing this film on Instagram, many, 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 many people were very excited really? that we were doing this film. Okay. Yes. Um, I think this is up there as like one of the... I mean, we've done plenty of classics. You know, we've done 36 Chambers of Shaolin. We've done a whole bunch of classics. But this one, this is up there as like one of the best. Really? So this is uh, highly regarded. So uh, Warriors 2, directed by Sammo Hung, uh, starring Lung Kar Yun, uh, otherwise known as Beardy in the Kung Fu community, uh, because he's one of the few uh, martial arts stars that have a natural beard. Although <laughs> in this film, he doesn't. So Okay. Uh, Beardy, Casanova Wong, Samuel Hung, Feng Hak On, Lee Hoi Sang, Tiger Yang, and the legendary Dean Sheck, which we'll be having a long conversation, I'm sure, about Dean Sheck later on. Who's that? Uh, Is that glasses? It's glasses, yes. We're, we're going to talk about Dean Sheck because he has a, he's a special man. Um, fight choreography by Samo Hung, and apparently he was assisted by Fung Hakon. Uh, Fung Hakon is the bad guy that does the mantis style at the end. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I believe Samo Hung did the majority of the action. Um, Frankie Chan did the music for this film, which is very interesting. Uh, Frankie Chan later on uh, went to star as the bad guy in Samo Hung's second Wing Chun film, uh, The Prodigal Son, which was made three years, I think. It was made in 81. Um, yeah, there's not really much to it. Lung Kar Yun plays Lung Jan, uh, who's one of the fathers of Wing Chun. For you two, if you didn't know, uh, Lung Jan, uh, Lung Jan's son taught Ip Man. Hmm, okay. Okay, did not get much of a reaction there from you, so I'm just going to give myself a macho man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, yes. Right, okay. So... He's a real person, and his son taught it, man. Got it. Wing Chun. Um, yeah, we can we can jump in and start talking about the film. So, does anyone have any opinions opinions right away, or do we want to give it a rating? Oh, let's just. Who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about it? I'll talk about it. What did you think of Warriors Two? It was fine. You've got to start changing. It was fine. <laughs> it's. I fucking hate this I podcast. Know you- <laughs> 
It's just it's just you saying right. Cyrus is gonna say it's shit, and then you're going it's fine. It's okay. I need to find another word. Just give me some flavor. Um, give me some more. You know that I am not a fan of the uh, the silliness, the comedy, yeah, uh, the comedic tones. It was just. It wasn't funny. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty ridiculous. Um, some of there it was a lot of it, and I didn't like it. Some of it was lost in translation. Definitely, uh, some moments in this film are so bizarre. Um, yeah, like literally, some of the um, like some of the things they say in the comedic moments. It's just like that doesn't make sense, and I I still think some of it's not translated well, or or it's just comedy that I don't get. Uh, but I do understand. Yeah, we we will talk briefly about the comedy. I think, but I understand. So let me ask you this: Yeah, if we took all the comedy out of this film, mm-hmm. took it all out, how would you feel about the film? Uh, if we took it all out, because um... what you have a tendency to do, you tend to dwell on the negative. So I mean, not even that. I mean, even like, <laughs> <laughs> even like, I thought there were bits that kind of. Uh, Scenes that kind of dragged on a little bit, just like like the training. Um, <gasps> what are you I mean, talking cool. about? It was cool to watch, but dragging I mean, on. but yeah, overall, uh, meh. All right, all right, <laughs> I got, I I can't say much to that. Okay, Sorry. meh. All right, Cyrus, give me give me something. <laughs> I think me and Devin are too pessimistic. I, th- I so I'm gonna be very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you're going to be very nice about being shitty to this movie, right? Oh, am I going to be passive-aggressive? Oh, shoot. Just go on. Say what you got to say. I will say this, and I truly believe it. Yeah. I like the Golden Harvest stuff more than the uh, Shaw Brothers stuff. All right. Really? Yes. You're giving me some meat to suck on. Wait, meat to yes. suck on? <laughs> I meant I meant like meat on suck the bones. On my meat. I, meant, I meant some meat on the bones to suck. Whatever. Can I get a three? I'm <laughs> a three? The last one. You know the which last one. one. Hop on top of you. You know what I'm saying? And get goofy. Right. Yeah, there we there go. We go. Um, yeah, I meant you're giving me some substance. <laughs> Uh, I guess okay. I like a Shaw Brothers more. I That's seem great. To like Shaw Brothers more than Golden. That's Harvest great. I love that. I love that you both have two different, like, distinct paths you'd rather go down. Uh, Cyrus, Golden Harvest, you Shaw Brothers. I like it. Okay. That's what I'm looking and, for to get out and, of this podcast. And I don't want to skip ahead, but I'm going to because I got to give this movie some props. Go. Or I'm going to get fired. Yep. Uh, Sam Hung throws fucking hands at people he does oh. not give a fuck if you if you're hurt or anything <laughs> he's great yeah oh yeah no i don't have i don't have no he's like his fight scenes mm. fucking awesome yeah samo is uh samo is something special in this film because he's an annoying character and mm-hmm. i believe like his comedy is very silly mm-hmm. and he plays like a is this a right word to you can i still use the word dunce Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He plays like a dunce character, or like the village idiot character, almost. Yeah. And but when he throws his hands, oh yeah. lord! Yeah. It's 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 just crisp, just beautiful stuff. And there's actually I have some points to make about the choreography in this film because there's certain things that don't quite sit right with me. I've got to explain myself. Um, uh, we'll talk about it later when when we get more into the. Uh, uh, the meat of things so 
You thought the film was okay, though, Cyrus? Just okay? I thought it was okay. I think, like, okay, here comes the negatives. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like Devin said, it kind of was a little long, kind of felt like, all right, let's get to it. Yeah. That's really interesting. But, like, the first 30 minutes were nice. That's really interesting. I thought this film was, like, super tight and brief and, like... I didn't feel like it was overlong at all, um, but that's just me. Uh, yeah, okay, that's this. This has got to be up in your up on your list, right? What is one of the ones I like, like the best? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was when I was watching this film. Basically, I almost I kind of said the same thing to me in my head than I just said to Devin. I was just like, if if they took some of the comedy beats out of this film, I. It would be. I mean, I don't know. Is it a five star kung fu movie for me? Probably four and a half stars or something like that. But it would be a true like one of the best of all time if you took some of the comedy out. Um, I really think that some of the the silliness is far too over the top mm-hmm. and um, unnecessary. And I get it. I know that Samo's thing. He does kung fu comedies and. I appreciate the comedy, but I don't necessarily like it, if that makes sense. Um, makes sense. Yeah, I, I get what he's going for, Like, uh, especially towards the end. I mean, I'm jumping forward a little bit, but at the end, he gives you a series of about five distinct fight scenes in a row. It's just like, bah, 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 just pure action. And then he breaks it up. Like uh, That's what a good director does. He breaks it up by giving you the Samo against Dean Sheck fight, which is fucking ludicrous. Yeah. And it's annoying, and it's yeah, stupid. Yeah, I did not like that. Yeah. And um, it breaks it up. It gives you a time to like go, okay, catch my breath for a second uh, before we move on to the proper finale. And I get it, but... Uh, yeah. Dean Sheck, man. Um, Dude, I did not hate that fight. What the the guy with the, the the metal thing on his head? I didn't hate it. Wow, good for you, good for <laughs> you. I think hey, it was unique, right? It's unique, and uh, don't get me wrong, the whole fight isn't silly. It's just when he props him up on his legs and starts spinning him around like a like oh, a slapstick oh, movie. That, yeah, that was horrible. It just it just gets a bit silly, and I, I'll talk about Dean Shack for a moment. Um, everyone out there who is listening to this, who knows about kung fu movies, knows who Dean Shack is. He's the clown prince of annoying characters in kung fu movies he's in honestly I, i'd be if you told me he was in 200 kung fu movies i'd be like yep probably he's in so many films and in every single film he plays this annoying quirky nerdy incessant annoying character in every single film i've never mm-hmm. seen him play the straight man apart from and later on, he's in a John uh, John Woo film called A Better Tomorrow 2. And he plays the straight man in that. Every other film he plays, he's in Drunken Master, the first Drunken Master. He's the most annoying guy in that. And Dean Shack is very much, you either tolerate him or you fucking hate him. Not a fan. Yeah, I, I don't think... Uh, yeah, I've I've been I've had discussions with people about him, and some people like I can tolerate him. I get it. In some films, I can't, but in this one, I actually could. This is one of his toned down performances, believe it or not. Really? Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. If you watched a film like um, uh, he's in a film called The Odd Couple, another Sammo Hung film. In that, he plays a character called Rocking Horse, and he kind of rocks whenever he moves, 
and he speaks. It's just so annoying. It's yeah, I know the quirky comedy is. Uh, it's a hard hurdle to get over when introducing people to the genre. Not my fave. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I get it. Let's get into it, baby. Let's get yeah. into into the film proper and let's start talking about it. So. Um, one thing I said right off the bat, and I've always had this gripe with kung fu movies, and this one does it worse than any other kung fu movie, right? You know, in a lot of kung fu films we've seen, you have an intro, and then the opening credits is like people fighting over the intro, yeah. right? Um, I hate the fact that they always do freeze frames during these credits. It mm-hmm. it breaks up the action, and I get it's not it's not a proper fight scene because we're not in the movie yet, and they're showing us you know who's in the movie, who produced, who directed, blah blah blah. But the freeze frames in this oh, annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah, <laughs> although that opening scene with uh, uh, Lung Kai Yan doing the Wing Chun in the bamboo forest is oh, it's a sweet treat. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, what do you think of him, the master? Um. Oh. Yeah, he was great. Have him take it away. Take it away. No, he was great. Yeah. Yeah. You like I thought, him? Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was great. Every every scene that he was in, every uh, fight that he was in. I mean, his movements were just crisp and clear, and just yeah, awesome. He's my favorite in the film. Like, I would say I prefer him to Sammo Hung in this film. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Can I be honest with you? Go on. He's the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. He's uh. Well, I mean, he's so smooth with it. I mean, yeah. he's just... Uh, I literally put in my notes that uh, Lung Jan is the uh, big popper pump of this film. <laughs> and he's just... He's very smooth and he's very cool. And he just, like... He doesn't... He never looks exhausted apart right. from when he gets the piss beaten out of him. But we'll talk about that later. Um, would it shock you at all if I told you both the actor that played Lung Jan, Beardy, as I'm going to refer to him, is not a martial artist? Oh, really? At all. Really? Has never done martial arts. Wow. Yeah. He was uh, He was hired. Uh, this is how I believe the story goes. He was hired by early choreographers, uh, or sorry, early directors, because apparently he just had this amazing ability of remembering kung fu moves and performing them on screen. Like, he can just pick it up and do them without like having to cut. He can just do a series of them and remember all the moves. Nice. Uh, like I apparently uh, these days, I uh, so I've read that Chris Evans is the same. Um, Chris Evans, when it came to doing Captain America's fights, holy shit! Yeah, they would yeah. show him the choreography once. Oh, I and heard he, that too. And he would watch it, and then he'd go, "Yep, I think I've got it," and he would do it and do it perfectly. Yeah, I think that's I heard like that what too. Captain America actually does. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, apparently Beardy had exactly the same uh, as, uh, thing as Chris Evans, where he's just like a, got a photographic memory for martial arts and just. And he's been in so many classics, and we're going to see him again and again and again. He's he's an absolute legend. Um, so this wasn't his first movie then. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Um, he's in a few Shaw Brothers films from like the early seventies. I would say the early, well, kind of early to mid seventies is where he got started. Uh, he's in a few um, like uh, Shaw Brothers Shaolin movies, and then he went to the more uh, kind of like golden harvest classic stuff and then he's got a load of movies that were like made by independent studios uh he has a classic one called the thundering mantis uh where it's a mantis kung fu film and then at the end he turns into a cannibal and starts eating people oh dear yeah 
That's a interesting twist to the tale. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Uh, he's in uh, he's in It Man Three as well. Actually, um, he's he has a fight with Mac Zhang in that in an umbrella shop. Anyway, I'm I'm getting it's by the by. Uh, so yeah, let's let's jump into the movie and talk about the specific parts. I didn't I didn't make a lot of notes in this film. So if anything has if anyone has anything to kick off with, then please feel free. Surprisingly, I didn't I I don't have a lot either. Mainly, it's just my notes are just on the 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 silly uh, the silly okay. stuff, the comedy that happens. Although, yeah, some of the some of the names though, like what did it start off with? Uh, Go on. Yeah, so Samo trying to sell his um. His rice, his rice dumplings, or yeah, whatever, or something, yeah. Yeah. and yeah, and so these dudes come around and are messing with him, and they said like, so, what did uh, a guy named what did he uh, Spittle Mun, S- Spittle Mun, Spittle Mun, yeah, and I was just like, I think that's, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's translation as well. I just, I get, yeah, but then like, yeah, like, and then yeah, referring to him as is fatty. And Let's talk not, about that, and he's not. Go on. He's not big in this. Absolutely. Not, yeah. I made that he's note. Not that big. I made that note. Uh, when I was watching it, I was just like, it's so shocking that you refer to himself as fatty in this right. because he's not he's that not. big. No, he's not. I am way bigger than Jackie Chan. Uh, Jackie Chan. Sammo Hung is in this movie. Like, now. He, he is not fat. No, he's not. I mean, he's not slender, but he's bit, not. A bit husky, maybe. A bit husky, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I he refers to himself as fatty in a lot of films. Right. Um, yeah, and I, I think, think I later that. on he did get a bit more, like in his, I'd say in the early eighties, um, like during his Lucky Stars era, he, he puts on a bit of weight and um, meals. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Wheels on meals. He's a he's a bit of a plumper in that one, um, it, which is funny because in 1985 he directs a film called Eastern Condors, and in Eastern Condors. I swear, he slims down to like a cool 180. Like, he is slim in that oh, yeah. film. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little war film that he made, like a kung fu war film. It's really fucking good. Uh, I don't know if we'll do it for the podcast, but it's it's really, really good. Uh, yeah, but that's one thing I noted. Uh, I noted down that, like, he's not a fatty. He just happens to be bigger than everyone else, but he's, he's not no, fat. No, he's not. And yeah. then, yeah, and then just, like, glasses comes up, and obviously I'm just, you know, not a fan of him. But, um, yeah. But basically, so the so the plot of the movie is. Wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> She's completely forgotten the plot of the movie. Okay, so it's very simple. Right. So there's a bad guy. Uh, uh, what's his name? Boss Mock. Right. He he yep. runs. He owns the bank. He does. And he decides, I want to be the. I want to be head of this village. I want to take over this village. Mm-hmm. But to take over that village, he has to get rid of the current. Um, village leader, head village. What's it? What, what village, head. village head. Village head. And so he has this plot to kill the village head. And um, what's Casanova Wong's character's name? I have no idea. Remember? I just called him Casanova Wong. Um, cashier something. Cashier. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's a cashier at the bank. Cashier yeah. something. This is what I thought I heard when the intros were going. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is going to be the new the new champion and they're like his name is young john i was like young john that sounds like <laughs> it's like little john, little john. <laughs> but it's yeah, something yeah. john or john or something yeah i i didn't take you could just call name. him the banker 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Banker, cashier. Yeah, the, the, I think yeah, cashier. I, the, the film's the film's direct translation from Chinese to English is not uh, Warriors Two. It's cashier something and someone someone. Oh, really? Like, yeah, but yeah, let's just call him the cashier. Okay, and he but he overhears this plot and um tries to warn the village head, but then that's when Glasses comes in. Glasses is in on this plot. Dean check. <clears throat> Dean check. And yeah, and so they like beat up uh cashier, but he escapes and so he hides out at the master's place and learns Wing Chun. They kill his mom. And they kill his mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this film is the very definition of and I'm I'm not a guy who loves memes. I am I'm pretty much against memes. I fucking hate the thing all things meme, but the whole uh Anchorman that escalated quickly meme. This is like a <laughs> definition of that. Because... Uh, he finds out their plot to kill the village head. They find out that he knows, and then they just murder his mother. <laughs> yep, to draw him out, to get him <laughs> to come out of hiding, out, yeah. so that they can kill him. But it's, yeah, they it's pretty grim. Murder his mother. Samuel Hung has a tendency to do that in films. He 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 goes dark a lot. Um, I think there's like we're gonna do the Magnificent Butcher in a few weeks. I think there's a rape in that as well. So yeah, he gets he gets a bit dark with it. Older old Samuel. Um. Yeah. So what did you, so let's talk about the you know the 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 bad guys find out the cashier what's his face knows their plot and then they take him to basically a secluded area and then they bring out the henchman right uh to, how did you feel about the um uh the invincible armor technique the first time you saw it that's the dude who every time you touch you uh you touched him or hit him he he, <laughs> he didn't like. He didn't feel it, or he doesn't react to it. That one. Yes, it made it made a particular ding sound. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was really. Also, yeah, that was also in my notes. I didn't. Uh, the, I didn't like that sound effect. Really. Even yeah, when it came to like the kicks and stuff, it was like me- you know, it was like the sound was like metal on mellow. Oh, metal. I'm surprised you disliked that. I mean, I don't like the sound effect, but I mean, I th- I thought you'd like ride that. I thought you'd be like, oh, that's fine. Oh, I, I like it. I, little, I think it's corny and silly, yeah, but I like it. Yeah, it's a little it. annoying, but you know, but it didn't take me away from it or anything like that. Certain, certain, certain sound choices in other movies have taken me away from the fight, but it oh, didn't. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I have a question to both of you. Okay. Right. Mm. So when you first started watching Kung Fu movies, uh, for this podcast in particular, I imagine you had something. Oh, well, I know you did, Devin. I, I think you might have as well, Cyrus. You had something in your head, and that thing in your head was kung fu movies have shitty sound effects yes how do you feel about sound effects for fight scenes only let's just say normal fight scenes the how do you feel about those now that you've watched a ton of kung fu movies are you more at ease with them yeah 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 Yeah, they don't bother me Yeah. yeah right yeah yeah that and i think that's yeah i i <laughs> she's laughing at me because i'm sat here nodding like a sage like <laughs> a wise old wizard no i think that i think that kind of excites me in a way because yeah that, that's the whole point of this podcast right it's for me to show you kung fu films and be like to wear us down to no it. no not wear you down <laughs> kidding kidding not wear kidding, you down. Kidding, kidding, kidding. but like get you to the point where you're like oh that isn't as bad as I thought it was. To it. Yeah, yeah. And to realize that some of these things aren't as bad. Uh, you know, okay, granted, you're never going to love stupid fucking Dean Sheck. That's fine. But some of these things, like, you know, the quirky little sound effects, you don't mind. Wire work. You know, when you see Jet Li floating around on wires, 
you might not mind it. No, I don't mind it. Yeah. And we're going to see uh, more of that. (laughs) It's like uh, trying sushi for the first time. Yeah. You're like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yes. keep trying it. Exactly. Wow, this is good. Exactly. And if you're like me with sushi, you don't mind it, but you can't have too much of it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm glad. I, I, I thought about that the other day. I was like, I wonder how they feel about sound effects now. So... Yeah, it's not. Yeah, th- those types of things in the fights, they don't bother me. Okay. Um, Cyrus, how did you feel about the invincible armor technique? Were you a fan? Well, I like that guy. I think that guy's great. Yeah. So you do um, recognize him, right? Or do you oh, both yeah, of you recognize yeah, him? Nice what was guy he from? from? Shaolin, whatever. 36 Chambers of Shaolin. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's an interesting question. Actually, I'll, I'll bring it up later. It's a listener question. But that guy, uh, he, he's Lee Hoi Sang. He's in a whole bunch of movies. And yeah, he's he's amazing. He's usually a bad guy and he's fantastic. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one thing I will... Ask, by the way, for, for if there's someone out there who's wondering about this film, uh, like as a, as a Kung Fu fan, if you haven't seen it and you're like, oh, I don't know, should I watch it? I will say this, as a Kung Fu film, this has everything a kung fu film fan wants it's got weapons it's got wing chun it's got training sequences it's got praying mantis style it's got fucking monkey style it's It's got training sequences that are meant to prepare you perfectly for the last fight exactly yep it's all foreshadowing it's all gonna let you know what what what's up yeah yeah i think I understand why people say this is a true, like, legendary kung fu film. Because it is. It just has a few ropey bits here and there. Um, but, yeah, it's it really has everything. The, the Did you notice the monkey style? Would you say that you... Was that when... Um, uh, was that at the end? No. Oh, when it was that? Was, it was actually early on. You know the village head when his yeah. henchman... Not his henchman, his, oh, his bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fights. Yeah. He's actually doing monkey style. Oh, really? Yo, yeah. Can I can I lay it down? Please do. Can I lay it on the line like I had three on the vine? <laughs> Hit me with it, big boy. That's from something that nobody knows. Nope. Uh, that's the best fight in the movie for me. Really? What? What? I love what? That guy. Oh, he was. That, yeah, that dude was awesome. He was bomb. He was great. Now, I'm glad you said that you like that guy. Do you know who that guy is? Nope. He's the brother of Lao Car Lung who directed 36 Chambers of Shaolin really? and has well, choreographed a million films that we've watched. He is Lao Kar Wing. Is he? He is Lao Kar Wing. Boy. Lao Kar Wing is amazing. Uh, he is in... He later on went, into, uh, went to star... Uh, sorry, he later went on to star in a film with Sammo Hung, which I, I mentioned earlier, called The Odd Couple. And The Odd Couple is, in my opinion, maybe the greatest weapons uh, film of all time. But that dude, he is bonkers i'm surprised to to find out that's your favorite uh favorite fight though yeah really what was it about that that you liked i don't know i just i can't pinpoint one thing uh they were just really in sync and beating the shit out of each other and that guy was really acrobatic yeah it was a great fight it yeah, was his ac- the acrobatic moves and yeah like it was great do you know what i had in my notes here i firstly i had two things I said, why do you have to take off your shirt to do the invincible armor technique? Surely it works with, with your shirt, Tom. <laughs> no, start. that's the trick. Oh, that's you get your clothes trick. ripped by the sword. So he took them off so he wouldn't get his clothes ripped. Oh, that makes perfect sense. 
Or still, you just need to... You just need your nips out. Yeah. Okay? Secondly, uh, the monkey fist fight scene is fantastic. There is a moment where he sat cross-legged and then he kind of gets up on his knees. Yep. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like that bit. I didn't like that either. <laughs> I didn't like I didn't that either. For, for anyone listening trying to picture it, imagine you just uh, sat cross-legged. What do you call it? It's like Indian style, yeah. Indi- Can you say that? Are you I allowed to say that? I don't know if you're allowed to say you're that. You're unnoticed. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say that. I don't know if you can. Yeah. I mean, that's what they used to. I don't know what it's called now. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, okay. So, crisscross applesauce? I don't know. You're sat on the floor cross legged. <laughs> and then you just kind of get up, up on your knees. On your, yeah. yeah. While cross legged. It's very strange. Yeah. And I understand why Samo did it because it's something kind of unique, but it doesn't it look qu- uncomfortable. It doesn't quite work in the fight scene. I didn't, yeah, I didn't quite care yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, Yo, also, real quick. Yeah. I, I noticed it in this fight scene in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going toe to toe with the Iron Man. And then the big dog steps in and punches him once. Yeah. And he has multiple bruises on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I'm like, wow, what a punch. That's Kung Fu movies for you, baby. Yeah. Um, I think uh, one thing I noticed in that fight as well. I well, I kind of noticed that throughout the film. Um, there's there's a, a fair bit of doubling in this in this movie. And um there's an interesting thing where you know the guys, uh, you know the four sword guys. Yeah. Um, so Yoon Biao is actually one of those swordsmen. Really? Yeah. And then he pops up about three times in this film and dies three times in three separate occasions. Is he? he plays a henchman Wait. like three times. Is this like an older movie then? 1978. O- older but than what? Like, wasn't Yoon Biao like the titties? Well, <laughs> that's interesting. You should say that. So, so how old was he then? Oh, young. I mean, yeah, definitely young. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this film was, obviously, this is Samo's first Wing Chun film. This is his one that said, look, I'm going to dedicate this film to Wing Chun. Later on, he did um, a another Wing Chun film. It's called The Prodigal Son, and Yun Biao is the lead actor in that. And he's mm-hmm. the main Wing Chun dude. And another swordsman in Warriors 2 is played by Lam Ching Ying. Lam Ching Ying ends up being Yun Biao's teacher in Prodigal Son. So there's so much crisscross as to the people in this film. Like they all went on to do bigger and better things. It's crazy. But Yun Biao is doubled for like everyone. Hmm. Uh, he's been henchman in every film. I-, I think he's a henchman in like Forrest Gump. You know, he's popped up yeah. in that many films. Yeah, I think yeah. he's doubled me at least twice. <laughs> He yeah. was that kid chasing Forrest down the street. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he started off as a. I mean, because he's the king of fucking acrobatics. Right. So yeah, um, yeah. Let's take a look at what notes I've oh, got. Oh, can I say so for the bad guy, um, uh, the boss man, the main? Yeah, yeah. The um, I did not like his makeup, his old man yeah. makeup. Well, it's not real, is it? Well, comes, yeah. comes off later. But like for my note for him is that it it makes him look like a Klingon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I can I see that. I did not care for it. His yeah, with his big forehead and it was all wrinkly. Didn't like it. Yeah. I, I thought, um, not to be too crass, I thought it looked like a bit of a ball bag. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Right. Yeah. His forehead looked like a like a nutsack. <laughs> looked like a freaking Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I used to be able to do a crank impression. I'm not going to try it, but no. I used to be able to do one. Yeah, I can't do it now. <laughs> but he kind of. Did. I used to be able to do a good one back in the day. Anyway, 
Yeah. Um, is Krang in any of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies? No. No, is but that'd in, be cool. No, is he in any of the animated ones either, or, or not? He was in the. He was in the um, TV show, the animated TV well, show. Well, no, I know that's oh, where we mean, first uh, seen it. Oh, I mean, mean, I mean the like CGI animated ones that came later. You know, oh, the horrible ones. That was that Megan Fox? Yeah, with Megan Fox. Was Krang in, in that? I, I don't know. We watched the first one, and he was in that. We I think that was we, just Shredder, though. I yeah, I think we. St- <laughs> I remember we started the second one, but we didn't get very. We far. turned it I off. Think didn't we turned we? it off after like twenty minutes because they were throwing manhole lids or something. Yeah, like firing manhole lids out yeah. of guns or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we uh, <laughs> we turned that off pretty sharpish. Yeah. Uh, for anyone out there who who is interested, Devin is a massive fan of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Yeah, the, the 1991 first film. I think it was 90, oh, 89 90. or 90. Okay. Either way, that first fucking movie is dope as shit. Who's your favorite yes, turtle? Thank you, Cyrus. Thank you. I don't mind it. I watched. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind the first one. Who's your favorite turtle? Ooh. You can't say Leonardo. It's not possible. Well, no. Um, uh, it was Donatello. Donatello? Yeah. I really? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to put it out there. Donatello's the worst turtle. Ooh. How dare you? He's the he's the worst. Why? Because he's a nerdy little dweeb <laughs> that doesn't well, hold do. On. <laughs> no, no, I, I will not hold on. How I dare will... you? Donatello was in great the, in the movies. He's pretty funny. Yeah, I liked him because he was funny. I thought he was cool. Uh, uh, Michelangelo was too um, um, too immature, too dorky. Uh, Raphael has an anger management problem, and yeah, and Leonardo was like a suck up. So yeah, Donatello. No, Raph, <laughs> Raph was my man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. You Raph. know, he gets kicked in that trash can. Yeah, he's like Casey Jones is like you're a freak. He's like freak. <laughs> <laughs> I love Raphael. He's so dark and broody, and like he would put on the trench coat and the hat and go wandering out. Yeah. Oh, so good. It reminded me of the thing from Fantastic Four. He used oh, to do point. that. Yeah. yeah. So, and I have a thing for the thing. Yeah. No. Donatello. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I need to revisit the first Turtles film. Did you know that Lau Kar Lung did the choreography for the second Turtles film? Have I told you that? No. Yeah. I think you did. Yeah. The, I, I thought. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I thought I might have mentioned that. Oh, I did not remember. I that. Don't, so, I don't, for, so for Kino. What's Kino? Kino is. Wait. I thought you said. You said for the Pizza Boy. Yeah. Is that That's Kino? Kino? Okay. Yes. Something him. Reyes Jr. Yeah, Ernie Reyes, Reyes Jr. Jr. Yeah, yeah, his character's name is. Yeah, uh, there's behind the scenes uh, uh, pictures of Lau Kar uh, Lung on on site on set. Really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't know how much he had. I don't think he did a lot of it, but anyway, it's it's quite interesting. Um, I suppose we should jump back into the film a little <laughs> bit. Um, so. Village Head is dead. Yeah, one of my big problems was um, Casanova, Casanova, Casanova Wong basically tries to become the student of Lung Jan. And there is a bit in this film, and I think this is the worst bit in the film for me, where Sammo Hung decides to take on Casanova Wong as a student instead in order to kind of make his master jealous. Right. And I don't think any of that scene makes sense. No, it doesn't. Like, I do not. I don't even understand what's happened. I mean, I get it. Obviously, he's trying to teach him shit Wing Chun, so his yeah. master will step in and be like, "That's not how you do it. This is how you do it." I'll be his master. But the stuff he's doing is, and I get it. It's it's like, I imagine it's the same thing that like if someone from China is watches Ace Ventura, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They'll be like, "What the." Fuck? 
fuck is this dude doing? What yeah. is this Why guy? Why is he coming out of a rhinoceros's butt? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, what is this guy all about? Or the mask, even. Like, what? Just any, anything, is, Jim. The mask is good. Do you know what? I, I was on... Um, I was online the other day and someone made a bunch of gifts of the mask and I was like, I want to watch the mask again. The mask is good. I wonder Do if it, it holds up. Haven't seen it. In I reckon years. it holds up. Didn't you watch it recently, Cyrus? It holds up, baby. Give me a one. I'll give. Well, go on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Un- unlike fucking Ace Ventura, which does not hold no, up. No, it didn't. That film you is garbanzo beans. The, yeah. The mask and Turtles One kind of have a similar dark vibe which holds yes up. yes yeah i can i can see that they're, they're not they're, they're kind of light-hearted and aimed at children but there's definitely a darkness to them mm-hmm. yeah damn i need to buy the mask on blu-ray it probably cost me like three dollars <laughs> you think it can't be a lot the mask come on know. well i'm gonna buy it um not jim carrey gotta love him gotta love him <laughs> okay so so yeah, so Samo hung. Yeah, he tried yeah, to lie to that bit. There's a there's a yeah. moment there's a moment in that when he's talking about blocking and he puts the block in his pocket. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't even. If you're just listening to this, I know it's an audio podcast, but basically he's teaching him like a series of blocks. But he kind of just sticks his hand in his pocket. And he says, does a couple, and then the last one he says, yeah, he puts his he puts his um arm he puts his hand in his pocket yeah, and says that's where you keep the blocks because there's so many of them. And yeah, like, what, what it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. It's well, it, so mine was dubbed, so it's a little different. I have like a different perspective. Oh, go on. I didn't know you watched the dub version. I thought it was subbed. Dub sub. No, it was dubbed. I get confused <laughs> at it every time. It was. It was in English, right? English language. It was in English, baby. All right, go on. What did you get from that? I think that? he puts it in his pocket because it's like you gotta rest your blocks for once sometimes, so you can like oh. conserve oh. your energy. Okay, it, and in the subtitles, it came across like he was being funny. Yeah, he literally like says, he was "I have to make a, a joke. I have a pocket full of blocks." Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it was kind uh, of dumb. I see. <laughs> yeah, I did that whole scene. I mean, I get it. I, I'm not. I'm not shitting on this movie at all. But that scene is probably the worst for me. It just like other co- comedic scenes. Quite frankly, the blindfolded Wing Chun fight scene, the the, the comedy bit, that was fine. I like it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. That didn't bother me. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. You're saying it like you have to defend it. I feel like I do with you two. <laughs> that, feel, that one, I, did, I didn't mind that scene. I'll be honest. Whenever I do this podcast, I am always on edge. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm always worried about what you guys are going to say. Um, so, I... Wait, I'm reading something now and it doesn't even make sense in my... Oh, yeah. Uh, Lung Jan, as a teacher, is like my old Wing Chun teacher that I had. Um, he just punches you in the chest just to show you how strong his punches are. <laughs> yeah. That's what my Wing Chun teacher used to do. He used to be like, look, this is how powerful Wing Chun is. And then he just fucking punched me in the solar plexus. Right. Yeah. And then Lung Jang does the same. He just beats up he Casanova keeps, yeah, 1. He just keeps punching him and hitting him. Yeah, but it's beautiful. Yeah. The, the Wing Chun in this film is so... Uh, like, some people... I think I said this on the uh, on the art school dropouts podcast, but some people go and watch uh, ballet or opera, and they get it. They get it. I don't get ballet. I don't get it. I I don't. I get that it's pretty, but I don't understand what's going on. Opera, I don't get. It's Italian. I don't speak Italian. 
why am I meant to understand what's going on? I don't. I know there's emotion involved, but I don't get it. Same with Shakespeare. I don't get it because I don't understand what they're saying. But yeah. Give me a Wing Chun scene or any Kung Fu scene. It just, it's like, it's like the Matrix. I'm reading the Matrix. It's like everything works for me. It's like I understand everything that's going on. I see the beauty in it and I feel it deep down in my plums. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I feel about watching uh, Beardy do his, do his Wing Chun in this. He's so fucking crisp and it's uh, like. Yeah, and no offense to anyone who like is into opera or ballet. I just, I, I don't get it. You don't get it. That's okay. I've never seen an opera, to be honest. I've seen Oprah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few close, episodes close of enough. Oprah. Close enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I said also said you know that you you know that you're really 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 good at kung fu when someone has to use a bear trap to take you out. Yeah, yeah, my 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 only note for that whole scene was uh, baby axes. Baby axes? Those little yeah, teeny, those are pretty. Yeah, those are teeny little axes that those henchmen were using to fight Beardy. Well, they, they look like they were hatchets. They, they look they smaller look like than the, hatchets. The thing that you hit your knee with at the doctor's office, right? <laughs> but you know what? I pro- I you don't think notice? I was paying attention. Oh, they looked. I mean, I'm familiar with hatchets between, like, you know, other films that we've watched. Kung Fu between, Hustle. yeah, between Warrior. I'm aware of what a hatchet. Oh, yeah, looked. Course, yeah. I'm aware of what a hatchet looked like. These were smaller than that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I they were baby axes. Oh, I did not pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. They were far too teensy, but yeah. He does a lot. He gets the he gets stabbed in his this back. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbed in the back with two large knives. Yep. Yeah. And he gets uh, his foot caught in a bear trap. <laughs> it sounds ludicrous. Yeah. And it is, but it's great. Yeah. And and Oh, like, and then he, he gets himself thrown through a table. He does. Yeah. Thrown through the table and then like uh, he gets smashed with the table. Yes. Right? And yeah, he just they just fucked up this. But he gives it his all. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He whoops him. He yeah, he lasted longer than I thought he would uh, with all of that. But yeah, and it was great. That was a fantastic scene. That's one of my favorite scenes in the film. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. I just I just love it. Uh, It's just him. It's it's them. It's Samo going. Look, this is what Lung Jang can do, and he's just taking on like four people at once, and he's just. Oh, it's just crisp. And Wing Chun's such a great style to show because. It's not all you know in kung fu movies where there's five people surrounding the good guy and they all attack him one at a time. Yeah, yeah, um, and it happens in you know happens in Bond movies as well and things like that. But Wing Chun, it really works because he he will like take care of a bad guy so quickly and then move on to the next one. He's like always moving and always flowing between them. Yeah, and it's just like it just looks really good. And he's got his sticky hands where he keeps pulling them back to to beat him up. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, Love the sticky hands. Yeah, it's actually a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about Wing Chun. I wish I did. I don't know if the whole like grabbing them and pulling them back is a is a a, a style of Wing Chun. But I know they have a concept called Chi Sao, and Chi Sao is basically. I think Chi Sao means sticky hands or sticking hands, and it's about. It's about always kind of recognizing i think the flow of your opponent like sticking to them and knowing what they're going to do next so you can counter it i Mm. think um but in this film they take samo's sticky hands to kind of the utmost level because he is 
Oh. He's not letting people go. Him in that bamboo forest? Yeah. Loved it. We'll, we'll get on to that. We'll get to that shortly. Yeah. Okay, so they kill um they kill Beardy. They kill the uh master. Yep. Um and then they go to uh his house and basically is like all the hench all the bad guys are like, Okay, we've killed here's your <laughs> they bring the body. <laughs> here's of, your dead master. Yeah, here's your dead master. Now we're gonna kill all of you guys. Yep. And they just literally kill everyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they killed the whole school. I tell you, who doesn't get much of an intro though? That poor girl. Yeah, she's very Phoenix. Phoenix? That's what she's called in the dub. Oh, she's not called that in subs. Yeah, what's she called? It uh, Cam something. S- superf- superfluous girl. I, I don't know. <laughs> she's, she's. I'm not gonna lie to you. When she died, I was like, good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> I actually felt sorry for her when she died because I was oh, just yeah. like, they bring her in and they don't give her any kind of intro. Right. They don't show that she's got any skill. Yeah. And then they she's have made a- to take take on two dudes, uh, each of them both having two swords. Yes. And then she and just blonde gets hair. And blonde hair. And yeah, blonde hair, blonde beards. And yeah. if you didn't notice, by the way, that one of those blonde guys was the guy that was having a blindfold fight with Sam Hung earlier on in the film. Oh, I did not notice that. Yeah, it's the same actor. Oh. Um, yeah. And the other one uh, was also in the film, uh, uh, another part of the film. Didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah. Lots of yeah. repeating but, people yeah. in this film. She got decimated. Yeah. I was, just, I was just like, that's so unfair because each of the guys, they get, you know... They're fighting one dude at a time, and they they put two guys against this poor, poor woman. And yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she gets fucked up like hardcore. Yeah, she holds her own for a little bit, but then bit. yeah, she, then gets she gets two swords through the stomach. Yep, and gets killed sadly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before that, Samo, and this is, in my opinion, if we want to talk about underrated fight scenes in kung fu films, uh, Samo's fight against the guy with the spear. No one talks about that fi- that fight, and my god, it's good. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. good. Um, him using Wing Chun to defend, like from that spear, and he's like moving around it and pulling it out. Yeah, it's just so fucking. Yeah, good. that was great. Yeah, it's 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 just r- really sometimes sometimes weapons versus weapons fights work well because you know you've got someone swinging like a spear and it's good if it bounces off a sword because sometimes they're like you know how would you be able to protect from yourself from a spear just using your bare hands Samo pulls it off it looks legit yeah it looks like he is fighting off that spear with his bare hands and it's a metal spear and it is a metal spear Mm -hmm. yeah uh, he also takes a hell of a bump when he jumps off like that top of the balcony and then falls. Was that really him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big fall. Yeah, that was him. Uh, I don't think Samo's doubled much in this. Uh, he's doing some flips and things later, and I, I don't. Yeah, I don't, the flips I knew were him, but I, I wasn't sure about that fall. I think he legitimately took that bump. I, I don't. I don't think he's doubled much. That poor girl. She is painfully doubled. Is she? Yeah. No. When. She fights when she fights. Her back is to the uh, to the camera the whole time, and you can tell it's a dude. Uh, Was it Young Biao again? <laughs> Do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not sure. It could be Lam Ching Ying as well, because uh, I think he was like part of the stunt crew. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, but there's a great fight, and basically Samo takes this uh, spear wielding guy to a bamboo forest because, well, we should set it up because basically they work out that they should each use their specific skills to fight one of the bad guys. Right. Right? Like, um, Casanova Wong believes that his pole technique uh, will defeat the guy with the invincible armor because it can hit his, like, pressure points. 
and then uh, Sammo Hung is meant to fight someone else, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and basically, they get the names all mixed up, so they end up fighting the wrong people. Right. So Sammo gets stuck with the dude with the spear. Yep. And yeah, so he leads him to the bamboo forest uh, so that he can't really wield his spear uh, well. Yeah. Um, and Sammo uses sticky hands, which is great he gets <laughs> that spe- i loved it he gets that spear off of him and it's just he just grabbing him and just popping him and just hitting him and just pulling him back and just pounding on him. it was fantastic he i love fucks it. that guy he up. really does. I mean, kills him yeah he kills him just just yeah him and his hands just like 100 percent. this this the spear dude was just catching those hands he certainly was <laughs> there's a fantastic bit where samuel holds his hand up and he thinks it's a piece of bamboo. And he just, and then he just pops him. <laughs> <laughs> it was him in the face. Fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sticky Hands is, is like a really good concept in this film. It, it, it just, for choreography, it just works really well. 100%. We've all had some sticky hands, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Guys? Guys? Okay. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then basically we, we go to the final showdown. I mean, there's not... I think we've kind of rushed through this, but there's not a lot to talk about in terms of like not really funny bits or just it's a straight up just kung fu film. I mean, the last the last thirty minutes of this film was fights, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Oh, Samo and those swords. My note for him. Yeah. So after the two bearded swordsmen uh, kill what's her face, yeah, uh, Samo pops up and grabs one of the swords, <laughs> pulls a sword out of the dead girl, and. That fight scene, just I my my note for that is just Samo is a bad man. Yeah, that sword fight was fucking flames. It's bananas. Like the fact that the fact that he not only choreographs that fight scene, so he's not he's not standing back choreographing it and watching two people do it. He's choreographing himself. Yeah, and he's fighting two His, separate yeah, guys. The movements in that fight was yeah. mm-hmm. amazing. I imagine I I didn't see a lot of it in this film. Well, I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, there may have been some undercranking. There may have been some sped up moments where he speeds it up a little bit. Still, though, even so, just, yeah. Oh, the I mean, movements. I, yeah, the movements were amazing. I couldn't yeah. even just imagine. No, he's fighting yeah. two guys with swords. And yeah. it, it's like, and it's long takes as well. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't break away from it. The, the, it, was a, it was a short fight, but all top three for me, easy. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a real good one. And then inside we have Casanova Wong fighting Lee Hoi Sang, uh, doing the Invincible Armor stuff, and he fights another guy, which which is and um uh boss man. There's no, there's a, one of my favorite bits is when uh, Casanova oh, Wong and ca- the long gray haired guy. Yeah, he keeps he traps his leg between his legs and then he punches him and he's like leans. Do you know when the bad yeah, guy yeah, like yeah. leans back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. Bits oh, in the and film. He, that's oh yeah, and it was uh, the that uh, that guy um, with the long gray hair. He got a he got a foot in in the booty hole. He t- oh yeah. He got what a was that move called? Tail. Yeah, that's right. Dragon's tail. Dragon's tail. <laughs> Quite frankly, I'm I'm gonna be honest. If you get someone's full five set of toes, right, right on your hole, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Can I be a little graphic with you right now? Be as graphic as you like. We're all adults here. Hey man, when I go when I shower, I get all up in the nooks and crannies. Yeah. And maybe like a month or so ago, I was getting up in my butt crack to be. <laughs> You know, nice and clean. Being thorough, yeah. Yeah, and uh, a pinky got in oh. the area. Oh. And man, oh man, that was 
sucked. Was it like being tasered? <laughs> it was like you first you're like you like it's like you stand up out of your chair. Yeah. And it hurts and you're confused and uh you're like, why did I do that to myself? Yeah, even though you're alone in the shower and you've done it, you still go, who did that? <laughs> yeah, I turned around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think I've definitely had some 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 issues. It's not a. It's. I mean, I could speak about my my visits to doctors all days. It's just not a nice part to have attacked. <laughs> not that I've ever had it attacked, but yeah, it's it's a fragile place. But to be hoofed right there. Yeah. Yeah. No fun. No fun. Yeah. And, oh, and maybe even the same shower I did it again, and I just got angry at that. <laughs> understandable, I think. I think definitely understandable. Um, I think there's two ways you can go from there, Cyrus, to be honest. I think once you do it once, it's just like, oh, I've made a mistake. It's bad. Like, you know, I'm going to need some time to grieve, and then let's <laughs> let's move on. Once you've done it twice, I think there's there's a fork in the road there. You can either go, right, I'm angry that I've done this twice. This isn't good. I need to stop. Or there's the other uh, path you can walk where it's just like, mm, maybe when it's not. When in Rome. Exactly. Maybe it's not so bad. Maybe I you did know, that on purpose. Exactly. Maybe I did it twice for a reason. Yeah. So. And then I did it a third time just for fun. <laughs> and you weren't even in the shower that's right yeah um yeah so one qualm i have about this i you know what? i'm gonna get to a listener question just super quick because it ties into the film okay cool. so uh we have a listener called uh rodney um his instagram handle is rodney underscore r r d e n r r den um he posts the rarest kung fu fight scenes you will ever see he has You've mentioned him before. Oh my god, the guy, the guy's library of super rare kung fu TV shows and movies is I I think he owns a genie cuz there's <laughs> no other way I can see how he gets these. Uh so go and follow his Instagram. Honestly, you'll see the it's just fantastic stuff. Anyway, he says, uh Warriors 2 question. Uh do you find it weird that they cast a taekwondo man to do Wing Chun? Plus they have Lee Hoi Sang uh who is there who is already a Wing Chun man, but he does not do Wing Chun. And in the end fight scene, the f- the, the the main bad guy actually defeats Wing Chun, but is only beaten by Samo putting the pin in Casanova Wong. So I'm just going to uh, tackle these kind of one by one. First one is Casanova Wong, uh, his his school of martial arts is Taekwondo. That's, okay. that's his thing. His Wing Chun in this film is weak. It's not as good as everyone else's. Like, stylistically, even though Samo choreographed it, I feel like maybe Casanova Wong didn't pick it up right or couldn't quite... I don't know. They have him doing a lot of, like, non-Wing Chun-style things. So I think it is strange that he chose Casanova Wong to star in this film, but I guess Casanova Wong... I don't know, had impressed Sam. I don't know what films he did before this, but maybe he'd impressed Samo in something. But then, I mean, can't you be... Aren't there... What am I trying to say? I mean, isn't it possible, like, simply it was just a matter of, you know, he he liked him as an actor and his uh, ability, and that, I mean, isn't it... Don't a lot of actors, can't they do movies and do different styles of movies? Oh, 100%. 100%, yeah. Um, but I think his his main point as well was the guy who does invincible armor in this film 
in real life, he's a Wing Chun practitioner. Oh, so why wouldn't, wouldn't why wouldn't they cast him in the lead? Gotcha, you know, because gotcha, he's gotcha. a Wing Chun guy. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I, I think there were some odd things, and I think he's right. The the guy at the end, the main bad guy, he kind of does have Casanova one beat. He does. I mean, if you look at it, it's not Wing Chun that beats the bad guy. It's that bonkers kick. Yeah. Which I'd like to talk about, Cyrus. Yeah. You know that kick. Yeah. At, you know that kick at the end. Uh, refresh my memory. The one where he jumps over the table. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think they did that? Do you think that's a legit kick of him jumping over the table, or do you think wires or trampolines were involved? I only watched it once. Yeah. And I truly couldn't tell you. Yeah, I think. Oh, I think there was a trampoline. No trampoline. Definitely not. Oh, really? No, because he does it off the ground. Like, some people mentioned there was a trampoline. That maybe he came off a trampoline, landed, then jumped. I don't think there's a trampoline. He does it off the ground. Hmm. I think it's a legit kick. I think he does it himself. Yeah, I you didn't think, think that there were wires. Yeah. You think maybe he had wires that were kind of slack, so on the way down, he would kind of float a little? I, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. I've, I've spoken to a lot of people about, about that kick, and... A lot. Some people think wires are definitely involved because there are wires in the film. You know, if we want to talk about Fung Hakon's uh, mantis fist, it's weird. Well, yeah, he does some weird shit. Yeah, <laughs> when he first started like getting low on the ground, and 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 I was just yeah. like, hmm, not a what's fan. happening here right now? He's like just crawling with his tippy toes, right? Yeah, and he puts like the backs of his hands on the floor. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. um, it's an interesting choice. It's uh, I kind of like it actually. Um. But uh, there's definitely wires involved there. But I don't know if that last kick, I don't know if it's wires. I It looks legit. Right. Yeah. And if yeah. he can do that kick, Jesus. But Casanova Wong is also known as one of the best kickers in Kung Fu cinema history. Huh. Yeah. If you ask people like the, who are the, the, the king of the kickers, like who's the top five, he'd be in everyone's, I think. Okay. Mm. Him, Huang Zhang Li, John Liu, me. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the the poor invincible armor guy, uh, he dies by getting his knob exploded. Oh yeah, yeah. He gets a he gets a. a I don't know what that thing is as well. Like it's just like a weird the, what? Oh, the pole, like a, but it, like a gourd or something. What? No, no, not that. No, the the the, oh. the weapon. Yeah, the pole that he's yeah. using, but yeah. it isn't. It's got like a. Oh it's yeah, like a yeah, duster. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like a yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't but know. basically, what happens in the film? If you haven't seen it, um, Casanova Wong hits a bad guy in his dick, and it jumps to a kind of flashback of a kind of dummy with I don't know if it's a gourd or I don't know if it's a vegetable kind of strapped to its some dick so, parts yeah, exploding. Some sort of, yeah, yeah. Um, also, that dummy earlier on in the film it has a full penis painted on it. Did yeah, you notice maybe. that? No, I didn't. You didn't notice? No. When they're talking about the pressure points, it has someone drew a penis. Totally yep. missed that. Yeah. It was very anim- anatomically correct. <laughs> yeah. Um it's great that it's great that we noticed that and she didn't. Yeah, well, you know, you know. Yeah, I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> See? I think I think you need to be more aware. Although yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want you walking around looking at knobs. So <laughs> I guess maybe, maybe I should say that you don't need to be more aware. Um, yeah, really, that's the end of the film. There's a, there is, uh, I mean, the spoiler is 
the the old bad guy in the film takes kind of not his, an old man at all. <laughs> takes, off takes off his old his, man mask. Yeah, takes off, literally yeah. takes off an it's, old man. Mask. It's very Scooby Doo, right? It, yeah, yeah. Although I granted didn't see that coming. I mean, clearly I knew that it was a younger guy playing. An but old also, man. why would you ever see that coming? Right. <laughs> it's so random. And then yeah, and then there's no. They didn't even bother to give like a little explanation, you know, <laughs> like you know. Or, or just, you know... He's just living course, his life. I'm, yeah, I'm just here to fool people and yeah. pretend I'm an why old man, he, I guess. Why couldn't he just be a young man that owns a bank? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Or, yeah, to, I guess to if you're pretending to be an old man, you're less, you know, you're not easily suspected. And then when need be, you know, you can fuck people up. Would have gone away from with it if it wasn't for you pesky kids. Those pesky kids. Hey. Uh, Mantis style is one of my favorite styles, by the way. I love Mantis. I just love how it looks. It's uh, yeah. I it's it's other than him like crawling on the floor, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's got whole the whole hooked hands thing. You know when you you yeah. kind of hook the hands and trap. I'm I'm doing mantis fist for Devon now. <laughs> I'm showing her exactly how it's done. Yeah, yeah. When you hook the hands and yeah, it's really good. Uh, mantis uh, fist was like one of the first styles I really fell in love with at a young age. Um, I watched a film called Shaolin Mantis actually. And uh, I remember that and drunken boxing were my thing. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Um, that kind of wraps up Warriors 2, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's a simple kung fu film. Uh, do I think it's... Uh, uh, like, if, if someone came out to me and said, must I have this film for my collection, I would say 100% yes. Hmm. Um, is it the definitive Wing Chun film? That's the big question. And I would say yes. Really? <laughs> I would say that this is more of a Wing Chun film than Prodigal Son, and it's more of a Wing Chun film than It Man. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Because the whole training scene basically breaks down what Wing Chun is. Like it, That's true. It explains it everything. You, yeah, it explained a lot. They have the they have the twin knives uh, for, from Wing Chun. They have the pole technique from Wing Chun. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just definitive just don't expect a lot of great wing chun from casanova wong but samo hung and uh everyone else like uh beardy good stuff good stuff um is it a top 10 kung fu movie of all time no don't think mm. it don't no. think it would be in my top 10 no don't think so okay top 20 mm. maybe okay oh now I'm thinking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like to think, uh, think about things like that. It, it gets me. It makes my brain hurt. Uh, okay. Do you want to get into listener questions? Let's have some listener questions. Do it. Okay. There's not many, um, but there's some interesting ones. So, yeah, there's not many at all, actually. So, um, the first one is from Keep Forward Productions on Instagram. He is Keep Forward underscore Productions. Uh, he makes some short films that feature a few fight scenes here and there. So go ahead and check him out. And he says, what is your worst movie experience? Worst movie experience. Do you have one that springs to mind? Now, I, I, I think this can include a lot of things. This can be like a terrible time you went to the movie theater and you had right. diarrhea. Or it could be that time I watched, like, let's talk about Cyrus for a second. That time, you know, I was alone and watched Paranormal Activity and, you know, couldn't. Oh, he wasn't even alone. He was with me. Uh, but then he couldn't really stay in his house. <laughs> wow, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just that could be a terrible movie experience. Well, do you want me to take that one? Go ahead. Go for it. Go ahead. Tell uh, us the story. That. Uh, 
I watched a movie I've already seen before uh, with two friends. Yep. And one of my friends gets scared very easily, which scares me very easily. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's a pain. So he'll yell, and then I'll get. Are we talking about Tom? Scared. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then he'll t- he takes his feet off the ground because he's afraid someone's going to grab his feet from <laughs> on the couch. Yeah. So then they said, "All right, sorry, see ya." Now I'm in this apartment by myself, <laughs> and I freaking couldn't sleep for a week. <laughs> yeah, uh, S- Cyrus, like. Sometimes, not all the time, but Cyrus sometimes struggles with horror movies, right? It's the real ones that get me. Yeah. I'm not watching, like, The Ring and being like, oh, God, or right. Scream or something. It's right. the real, like, found footage things. scares shit out of me. Did you watch that Zoom horror film, that host? Yeah, that, that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty scary. Yeah, it was pretty scary. Yeah, if anyone out there, there's, there's a film out there called Host, and basically it's a Zoom-based horror movie um a bunch of girls made it oh, a bunch of girls i shouldn't call them that a bunch of lady filmmakers basically a bunch made, of broads <laughs> a bunch of sluts made this yeah. film um and they made it during the pandemic and basically it's over zoom mm-hmm. it's fucking scary it scared me um yeah i recommend that one. i wouldn't mind watching that again actually that's a good film we should watch that Devin. i don't know no i don't know why Oh, oh, yes. I have a yeah. I I have a I have a thing. Certain certain horror movies I am perfectly fine with watching. Yeah. Um, param- uh, Paranormal Activity doesn't bother me. Um, and uh, some other stuff, but for but certain ones, I'd have to I'd have to see a trailer. Okay. Before I could make a decision. Okay. Uh, certain ones I don't do. This week, Devin admitted to me that she had never seen, nor probably will she ever see, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. No. Yeah, uh, she's she's not a fan of the whole dying in your dreams or dying in sleep. I don't like the idea of it. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the idea of it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, it. nobody likes the idea. Right. That's so, movie. Right, so, so, no. So I wouldn't watch it. That's interesting, because Nightmare on Elm Street is a bloody good film. That's what I hear. The first one's a very, very good film. That's what I hear. Yeah, it creeped me out as a kid. Um, that's one of the, I think Nightmare on Elm Street was the first ever horror movie I watched. Um, as a kid and there's a certain scene in the film i won't well i'll say what happens basically a centipede crawls out of a girl's mouth and it scared the hell out of me as a kid stuck in my head forever um but it's a good film Uh, but you don't like uh home invasion movies much either right no like i'll never watch i'll never watch the strangers the strangers yeah Yeah. which i love um (laughs) okay but you were okay with hush the deaf girl do you remember the deaf girl that was fine the deaf girl one. I'm saying terrible things. <laughs> the film with the deaf girl in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. The deaf movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so does, uh, do you have a particular bad movie experience that you um, uh, come across? I mean, across? the only thing, and I've, and I've told you about this before, um, mm-hmm. the only one I have is um, when me and my uh, best friend Sherry, when we went to see Cop Out and we left because it was just no good. You were not happy. Yeah. So. We went to the theater. I think we sat there for... I don't know, maybe 30 minutes. And I just kind of leaned over and I was just like, you want to go? And she was like, yeah. And so we got up and left. Yeah. Cop Out, is, eat. Cop Out is definitely the film that Devin will say is the worst film she's ever seen, right? Yeah. Like if I someone says even, to you. I have never even seen the rest of it. I've never. I refuse to watch it. I, I, what, what a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just no good. I, every, every moment of it, I did not enjoy. I did not enjoy 
Tracy Morgan. I did not enjoy the interaction between him and uh, Bruce Willis. It just, I was very quickly like, I'm not liking this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Um, what you got? I <laughs> I have a story. Um, so I used to live in Chicago. And one night I went to watch a movie and I went to not my neighborhood. I went to, let's say, a slightly rougher neighborhood. I don't know why. I don't know whether I'd been to a restaurant there or I can't remember why, but it wasn't in my, you know, um, my a safe or a safer area of town. It was kind of a bit rougher. And I went to see Epic Movie. Do you remember that film? No, it wasn't Epic Movie. What fuck? One of those parody movies. Yeah, it was one of those really bad ones. It wasn't like epic. Not movie. another teen movie. No, not that like, one. Oh. It was that one called Just Date Movie. I don't know. Who that else. that is a movie. Okay, then I went to see. It was definitely Date Movie. I went to see Date Movie, and so I was watching this film, and the film is an atrocity. It's a terrible film, but halfway through the film. What I can only call a gaggle of ruffians mm. barge into the cinema just from the back of the room. I don't even know how they did this. They managed to turn the lights on. And mm. I, I didn't know you could do that unless you were in the projection booth or box or whatever. They come in and they just start walking up and down the aisles just yelling and saying like, what are you watching? What's this bullshit? Or just yelling about the film. And I was just like, I was very um, unnerved by it all. Sure, understandable. They they were they were bigger than me. They were tougher than me, um, and they just acted very belligerent. Like I don't know if they were drunk. I, they may have been drunk, but they were very they were very hostile. Is my point? Like they were being very hostile to people, and they were like getting in people's faces. And there was like seven of them that just walked into this small movie theater, and um. It was a very like it was a very scary experience. I, I really didn't enjoy it. I think I left the film after. I think even after they went, I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I, I think well, I left Well yeah, I wouldn't want to stay there either. Yeah. Oh. Hello? Hello? Oh no. Cyrus, are you there? Oh, no. I'm here now. You broke up for a second. Oh weird. You, you didn't miss much. Um and then the other time, um Cyrus, can you hear us? Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. The other time I went to watch uh by myself i went to watch saw six in the cinema okay i was the only person in there apart from a hispanic couple who bought their crying like six month year old baby six month year old six six month year old yes (laughs) six month year old baby to saw six and it cried for 45 minutes of the movie and then both of them got up and took the kid out and never came back. <laughs> wow. So not only did I miss 45 minutes of Saw 6, but I also <laughs> ended up watching 45 minutes of Saw 6, which sucked as well. Because yeah. it's Saw 6. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And their baby was crying, but then they were like, you know what? This movie isn't worth watching the rest of it. But you're like, what? Yeah. Does that mean I'm supposed to watch the rest of it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I didn't know what to do. Like, I should have just called it a day and been like, well, I've, I've missed 45 minutes because your baby's been screaming. Yeah. So I might as well just get up and go. But I sat there and watched it. Spoiler alert, it was Jigsaw. 
<laughs> it's always fucking jigsaw, isn't it? I don't think there's a single one where it isn't jigsaw. Um, yeah, they're the only two moments that that really pop into my head as as bad movie going moments. I've seen loads of shit films, like terrible films, but um, yeah, uh, Gandolfini the Grey uh, asks uh, both of you a question. Okay, and I think this is the weirdest question we've had so far. Okay, how much can you bench press? Um, Devin can do the bar. Yeah, <laughs> I can do the bar. You can do more yeah. than the bar. Nope. Yeah, no. Really? I mean, I mean, she can, but when we went to the gym one time, she did not want to. So okay, so I can do, I can do the bar. But then again, I've gotten since that experience, Cyrus. I I have gotten uh, a bit stronger. So I can do a, I can do it probably a little more. So I don't know how much the bar weighs, but then like maybe forty five, forty five. So maybe add on like. How much more dragon you could do? I'll be conservative. Maybe an extra ten pounds. So you could do twenty for one rep, no problem. Yeah. Oh, for one, just uh, one, just uh, one. What? What can you bench press? Yeah, I reckon you can do. What's the What's the bar? Twenty. Forty-five. Oh, forty-five. So you could do sixty-five. Maybe. I reckon. You're strong. Maybe. I'm, yeah, maybe. you could do it. <laughs> if it's just one, I wouldn't like it. <laughs> if Look, let's just put it this way. If one day, for some reason, Devin just randomly decides to turn on me, <laughs> <laughs> I would be frightened. So here's the thing. And this is what's really... So I my upper body strength is very... Like, I can't do push-ups. But I no. can do. <laughs> it's very sad. She, but I can, she can't do. Her push-ups are terrible. But she could probably lift a car. But off I someone. could do. But I could right. do like the. I could do the bench press and and that type of stuff. Yeah, you've got. I don't know why you can't do push-ups, but you've got good upper body strength. Yeah, because push-ups are more what or more? Is that more shoulders? That's all. Titties. <laughs> is it? It's- yeah. It's chest and triceps, depending on how far your hands are. Oh, well, then, okay, well, then there's, there's my problem, yeah. Your, I, your shoulders are I, yeah. shredded. Yeah, I have, I have, yeah, it's it's the triceps and the chest that I guess are my so problem. So you could pick a car over your head, but you can't, like, <laughs> yeah. push a shopping cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if she came at me, like, I'd done something wrong, I don't know, like, I'd, I, I don't know, I hadn't washed the dishes in, in a few nights, and she just came at me. Well, you already haven't done that. Well, I'm on thin, thin ground. What can I say? Thin ice. What can I say? I think, honestly, I'm a big guy, but I wouldn't be surprised if the coroner came and said, oh, it was death by tombstone. Like, De- Devin, Devin picked up Sean and tombstoned him into the ground. Yeah, she's she's tough. You're strong. Strong woman. What about you, Cyrus? What can you bench press? Oh, I haven't worked out in a year and a half. What's your, be- what's your well, best yeah, bench press? At your peak. 225 by myself. Like, I took it off myself. I did the whole thing. Yeah. But with someone helping me, maybe 230. Maybe. But I won't say that. Interesting. And how much did you weigh when you lifted that? Like 163 or 166. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. I yeah. don't... I've never bench... I just don't... I'm, I don't bench press. I, I have no idea why you can bench press. Like maybe yeah. maybe thirteen pounds. <laughs> yeah. 
You could do the bar. You could do you. You could do more than anything. I could do a lot more yeah, than the bar. Not a lot more yeah. than the bar, but I could do more yeah. than the bar. Yes. So yeah, throw it out there. Let's go. You want to Matt? You want to go with me? Sixty-five. Sure. You go hev- or sure. You go heavier. No, I I've got no idea. Okay. I've got no idea. I don't know what my strength is. I, I I really don't know. Yeah, I genuinely do miss going to the gym. I miss the weight room. Yeah. yeah me too. Uh, I've I've been watching. Like, a, sorry, go ahead, Cyrus. I was gonna say yeah, me too, but very sarcastically. <laughs> uh, okay, I've been watching a lot of um Eddie Hall's stuff on YouTube. Um, he was the world's strongest man. And um, he did an interesting thing. This is the most uninteresting story. I don't even know why I'm telling it. It's just It just involves me watching a YouTube video. But <laughs> I watched a YouTube video where he went head-to-head with the strongest woman in the world. And they were trying to work out who, pound for pound, is the strongest person in the world. Is it the man or is it the woman? Right. Is the woman by a mile. Really? Of course it is. It's she, always the smaller person. She destroyed him. Really? They did six events. She beat him in four, and then he, he won two. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. This woman was a was a, was a beast. She's a very, very powerful woman. She doesn't look it either. But uh, that's what, And that's what was always the craziest thing to me when I was at the gym. Um, and on occasion, there'd be, like, ladies and... They were smaller. They were like thin, and but you know they were muscular, but not overly yeah. so. Yeah. And I'm just watching them, and especially like you know using like the and using just the weights and like they were doing like you know the um the deadlifts or just doing yeah like um bench presses and I'm just watching them and I'm just like how the fuck are you little ladies doing this with the putting yeah, yeah more weights than me and I'm just like holy fuck yeah it doesn't doesn't always show does it like you know and it. it I'm a big guy, but I I can't lift anything. Yeah, it was very impressive. So it just made, you know, I was just like, how do you do that? But yeah, I miss the weights. Yeah. And Cyrus, Cyrus is shorter than me and smaller, but he could lift way more weight than I could. Not now. Oh, I bet you could lift far more than I can now. I'm like an astronaut. All my shit is just <laughs> deteriorated. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's atrophied. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's our. I. I mean, I don't have any gym stories or anything because I've been to the gym like six times, and I didn't like it because I'd always be on the treadmill and there'd always be like some sixty-five-year-old grandpa next to me who's going way faster for way longer. I was just, I don't like this. <laughs> that's how I felt initially too. But then that was the thing. The more you go, the easier it gets. Yeah. You know what? The trick is the real trick, not to be like, act like your dads or something. <laughs> no, go on. But it worked for me because I really wanted to avoid that. Um, start slowly and start by yourself. Yeah. 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 And then build up. Give it like two months of just, you know, exactly. pumping, pumping a little bit. And then you can go to the gym, feel a little comfortable. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like I'd be there, you know, the times where I went and it was busy and, you know, <clears throat> they're, you know, we're on the the treadmill or the elliptical and I'm looking at someone and they've been at it for like, you know, I just got there and they're already have been at it for a while and I'm looking at their heart rate and I'm just like, how is their heart rate so low when I feel like I'm literally yeah. about to, <laughs> about to fall over. And yeah, they're just but then they've probably been doing it for fucking ages. And then but then and then that's what happened with me once I started going more often. It was a lot easier but- and I was able to 
you're also the type of person I think that if you put in real work in the gym, you'd end up so strong. Probably. You really would. I you, liked it. If you pumped iron and you'd lift in German shepherds during the day <laughs> and then uh, you're working out at night and I, th- I think you'd be super strong. She's doing ger- German suplexes during the day. <laughs> she's, she's picking up German shepherds. Oh, shepherds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. And I think this is our last. Oh, we got we got two. Um, an anonymous guy contacted me on Tumblr. Um, I'm no longer on Tumblr, so don't bother trying to contact me on there. I'm not doing Tumblr anymore. I'm just Instagram now. So he said, just listen to, sorry, just listen to the recent Empire Magazine podcast about great movie moments with Edgar Wright and Tarantino. I too listened to the podcast. It was very good. What are some truly memorable movie moments that have stuck with you over the years? It still gives me goosebumps when I first see the T Rex in Jurassic Park. Mm. That's a good one. The T Rex in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Are there any like landmark moments in movies where you're just like, oh my God, this is it? This is like a a moment that sticks with me forever? Hmm. Hmm. That's an excellent question. It's a really, really good question. And, um, I, I should have some locked and loaded, but I was struggling with like, the exact moment i mean i'm a massive fan of the shawshank redemption and i think that moment where he does finally get through the the tunnel of shit and then he comes out into like the 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 muddy pool and he kind of stands up and the lightning's crashing behind him that's a very memorable moment for me because it's just especially from the first time i watched it because i had no idea whether he was actually going to make it or what but i think that's a it's a bit of a lame one because it's kind of very on the nose. Oh, I'll tell you something. We just watched it recently, and it's so cheesy for me to say this, but I still say one of the most landmark moments of recent cinema, I swear to God, it's when Captain America picks up Thor's hammer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's right. fucking... It gives me goosebumps every time that was I watch actually, it. Yeah we, yeah, we literally... On Disney+, Plus, they have the Marvel, the Marvel movies in, like, timeline order. Yep. So we just went through all of them in timeline order and got through to the end to uh yeah infinity war uh yeah. no end game and yeah that scene we both like it was great oh, just every captain, time yeah captain america with that fucking hammer it was fantastic yeah yeah but, um yeah i mean the first thing that popped into my head and it's 100 percent like cliche and not at all surprising um because this was in the theater and we were all like oh was the sixth sense Oh, the big reveal. Yeah. The big reveal. Yeah, that Bruce Willis That was he was Tyler Durden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, I guess that was the first one that popped up into my head. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't want to go for twists because twists are, are like, yeah, I guess you're right, though. Then, they do stand I, yeah, out. Yeah, but then, and I feel for me, especially like, you know, seeing it. That was the only thing that I could think of just because we were in the theater and like everyone was like, everyone was shocked. But then, but 100%, I feel him on like the Jurassic Park movie and the and the T-Rex because I loved dinosaurs as a kid. I was so excited for fucking stuff, Jurassic Park. Stuff like that, um, I, I'm trying to think of. More like prop, like moments where they just blow you away. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I'm sure many people would say like the shower scene in the Psycho. It was so, and like the many yeah. scenes from The Exorcist and yeah, things yeah. like that. They were just so like... They, they, they just sit in your brain but i don't know i'm struggling do you have any cyrus you- oh dude i 
just got one. <laughs> Go on. He said Tarantino and Edgar Wright, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Anything? I mean, oh, like any fucking single scene. <laughs> the, the first scene when he goes to the milk farm. That that's that's fantastic. That's a great under scene. The stairs. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know. You, you know he knows they're under the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Under the floor. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of films that kind of stick with me. I, I'm a I'm a sucker for kind of downbeat films. I like a lot of. <laughs> I like films that make me sad. Yeah. Um. So I think like the ending of Lost in Translation, where they you know mm. they part ways and then he he catches up with her and whispers to her and you kind of wonder what the hell did he whisper and then like leaving Las Vegas, um, that whole film has a lot of like very kind of personal memorable moment i mean that's because it's about fucked up alcoholic and like that film just sticks out to me as i don't know i guess sad films because i get i'm i'm a guy who gets very emotionally invested in films so if a film can make me feel a particular emotion very strongly then i will like that film like I, I talk about this film. We've all seen it, and I, I don't think a lot of people have seen it. There's a film called Man Up. Um, it stars Simon Pegg. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Oh, yeah. It's Simon Pegg. If you Pegg. haven't seen it, you have to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. Simon Pegg and Lake Bell. And that film, like, it's all it is, is just a romantic comedy. Simple as that. But it's it, done really well. It fills me with... It makes, I, I think few films make me happier. It's a very, very happy movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, because it's not silly comedy. It's not like it's not like Bridesmaids or Anchorman. It's very standard comedy, but it's good-hearted. You know, a, a feel-good film. And it, but it's different in a way. It's not like Love Actually feel good. No. It, 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 oh, I love Man Up. Yeah, Man Up. Honestly, it's a great film. Everyone should watch it. Um, and there's not many films like that. I'm not a huge romantic comedy kind of person. Not massively. I wish. I wish I was. I love romance films. I found that out recently. I'm a sucker for a good romance. Give me the before sunrise, before sunset, after midnight, before Tuesday films, <laughs> and I'll. I, I love them. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a romance guy, but rom- romantic comedies. Although weirdly, you know that Christmas film we watched with. Oh yeah, Game um, of Thrones girl. Yeah, was it called Last Christmas? Yes, I didn't mind that. That was actually pretty good. I find myself thinking about that. So I didn't like the twist, but I, I kind of liked the film. I don't know what I'm talking about now. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going on some random spiel about fucking romantic comedies. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm unwell. I'm definitely unwell. Um, yeah. Okay. The next question, or the last question, I would say of the podcast is, what are your favorite novels? Oh wow, we've gone long. Jeez, we're gonna have to wrap this up. Favorite novels. Now we we are not. I wouldn't say that any any of us are extensive readers. No, like we do not read an awful lot. I'll. I'm trying to read more. Um, uh, my aim, for example, for the year is to get through ten novels. That's that's my aim for the year. Just ten books. And so far, I have not completed my first one. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, does anyone have a particular book that springs to mind? I do. I have. I have a bunch. What's yours? So, um, uh, one of my favorite authors is a guy called R.J. Ellery. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna go with too. R.J. Ellery wrote. 
I would say two books that really, really stood out. And there's one called A Quiet Belief in Angels. Yeah. And there's one called A Quiet Vendetta. Yeah. A Quiet Belief in Angels is, I want to read it again, actually. It's it's kind of... It's, it has nothing to do with religion or angels. No. Uh, there's, uh, there's a serial killer, though, in it, right? But it's against, like, the backdrop of, like, rural America. It's It's... It's just so beautifully written, but quite a vendetta. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to go with. I read that last year again for the second time. Uh, if anyone likes, like, mob stories or, or, or gangster stories, uh, A Quiet Vendetta is the... Per- like, Martin Scorsese should direct that film. It is the perfect gangster story. It's fantastic, and it's so well written. Um, so I'd say Quiet Vendetta's up there as one of my favorites. Um, I love anything by, uh, a man whose name I've completely forgotten. Why have I forgotten his name? Um, which book? Fuck. The guy that wrote Gone Baby Gone. That's what I thought you were going to say. Um, I don't remember his name. Oh my God. Why can't I remember his name? That's going to piss me off. Um, but anything written by him, I'm looking him up, up right now. And yeah, I don't know. Do you know what? I, I also like, um, uh, Dennis Lehane, that's, that's right. his name. Anything by Dennis Lehane, I absolutely fucking adore. What was the one that um you had me read? You read it and then you told me to read it. It wasn't gone. Um, um, uh, uh, was it Moon? No, not Moonlight Mile. It was a oh. a, a drink before the storm, right? A, 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 it's the know. first book in the series. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dennis, yes. Dennis Lehane has this series about two private eyes. Um, if you've seen Gone Baby Gone, then yeah, it's Gone Baby Gone is part Casey of that Affleck series. And Michelle Monaghan's characters, yeah. and yeah, exactly. And the first book in that series is fantastic. Yeah, really, really good. And then um, I don't, I don't know. I'm not that like. I like some Jonathan Tropper stuff. That his stuff oh, yeah. really stuck with me. Um, I, I wouldn't say like there's a Stephen King book. I like horror. Like horror is my thing. Um, horror and true, not true crime. Sorry, uh, horror and like serial killer stuff. Um, I love uh, that's really my genre when it comes to comes to novels um, but yeah horror is difficult I don't think I've ever come across like a true horror novel that I'd say is up there as one of the best I've ever read um, Clive Barker's done some good stuff what about you Cyrus Harry Potter <laughs> yeah I hate to be a fucking idiot but it's gotta be <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> I thought so. I, hey I, do you know what I don't judge you at all I've never I've I've got Harry Potter on my Kindle I've got the first Harry Potter book on my Kindle and I have never read it I haven't even read a single word of it I'm gonna read it this year that's my goal um, but you know who's I'm not one to argue with you millions of people all over the world love Harry Potter books yeah yeah, and uh, when I read it, I was the same age as Harry, so kind of like, and I kind of fucking looked like him too. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. You get to relate to him quite a bit. Uh, plus, your parents force you to live under the stairs, isn't that right? That is correct. Yes, <laughs> thought so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I was more well read. Uh, to be yeah, honest, I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm um, not. I like a lot of people. Um, now I'm thinking of so many books. What's that one? What's that sh- Shadow of the Wind? I was literally just thinking of that. Um, what was his name? Uh, his name is Carlos something. Um, yeah. Shadow of the Wind. Great fucking book. I want to read that again. So I... basically my, most of the things that Sean and I like are things like either I'll read it and I'll tell him like you should read this or yeah. he reads it and he tells me that I should read it. Yeah. Uh, Shadow of the Wind. Carlos something. There's a Carlos in the author's name. I can't tell you what it's about. I can't tell you what that book's about. It's about a bookshop. 
it's a yeah it's, <laughs> it's so hard to explain but it's it's so so good yeah i think i'll read that again actually yeah um yeah like one of my one of my like life loves is reading i just don't do it enough i i don't set aside time to do it and i wish i did i really wish i did um because i want to read more comic books as well Sad. i've been kind of thinking about that too actually reading more comics or books comic books comic books yeah because i think after like because especially like um i know um with disney and like the the winter soldier like the show the falcon and winter soldier and especially after we just watched a lot of the marvels and i was just like i don't know anything about winter soldier so i started looking up just googling you know about winter soldier in the comics yeah uh and i actually yeah i downloaded a sample of uh some of the because i read like yeah i found like a list of what are like the the definitive like really yeah, good ones the must reads yeah must reads for winter soldier and i yeah. downloaded like samples and so i've read like the samples but i haven't uh actually hmm. like purchased them yeah we have a we don't have an extensive comic book collection but we have like a lot of like trade paperbacks um a lot of batman stuff the punisher iron fist yeah i wish i had more time to read i mean we need to make time Maybe we should find when we maybe we should stop watching these stupid kung fu films. <laughs> Fucking hell. Get rid of are them. You, uh, are you guys fans of uh physical comic books or is digital acceptable? With comic books, I'll be honest with you. Um I have always read physical comic books, but I would definitely read digital. Yeah. You can buy them on Amazon. I know, I know. Oh yeah. yeah I know. The, sa- the samples that I have are on my Kindle app. So, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I love that Cyrus has now become a salesman for Amazon. <laughs> he stumbled across it, and I was like, no, really, everything's on Amazon. <laughs> and, guys, just so you know, we opened up a new location if you want to become a delivery driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I would love to get an iPad and read them on iPad. Just Yeah, if I had a bigger yeah, yeah. A, a bigger screen to work with. Then exactly. more than now that you mention it, if you wanted a Fire Tablet, it's only a... <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, the Fire Tablet 10, yeah. There you go yeah dollar sixty yeah so maybe i will pick up a tablet and start getting into comic books again like i not not too much but like i would like to read some of the classics like the the good ones um yeah all right well we've gone long on this one well no actually we've got our usual time yeah this is our usual um so we'll go ahead and wrap this one up i hope everyone enjoyed the uh the episode uh, if you'd like to get in touch with me or if you'd like to follow me, uh, that would be cool. I'm on Instagram. I am foo underscore four underscore thought. Um, you can uh, write a letter and mail it to Cyrus. Yep. Send it by Carrier Pigeon. You can. Cyrus. I live, I live in the South Sandwich Isles, <laughs> which is an actual place, and I don't know where it is. Cyrus is the Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um yeah uh any any fan mail just send it my way and i will uh i'll pass it on to cyrus if you have any nice things to to say about him i will definitely let him know um i won't uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, go ahead follow me on instagram any questions or uh, any questions for the podcast that you have go ahead and send them to me there um i'm not really available anywhere else uh instagram is really my main thing at the moment but if you do listen to the podcast and you like what you hear please 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 feel free to rate us uh especially on uh, i don't know what whether it's called itunes or apple Podcasts, whichever one apple Podcasts, apple Podcasts I, think. I believe if you can drop us a rating on there that would be fantastic um uh we had we've had a bad review on there the other day did we someone was very unhappy with our um our uh 
King of the Kickboxers episode. Really? <laughs> yes. What was their beef? The review was uh, something along the lines of, I only listened to 15 minutes of this podcast. Uh, the King of the Kickboxers choreography is some of the best America has ever uh, put out won't listen again or some shit dear. Um, holy shit yeah yeah someone took some time out <laughs> just to write dear. that uh so you know if you if we upset you you know approach me talk to me on instagram maybe we can talk through it but uh if you would like to leave us a nice review we would definitely appreciate it share us all that jazz you know how it is um but yeah five stars goes a long way just because it gets uh the podcast more recognition it gets us out there uh the algorithm puts us places uh the higher we are so if you could do that i'd very much appreciate it um but that's about it yeah i think oh i should talk about next episode's film pretty quickly uh next episode film is in the line of duty four maybe i'm thinking on changing it i'm not sure <laughs> um it could be in the line of duty four which is a donnie yen movie um no i think we'll stick to that i don't know i don't know <laughs> we're either gonna do in the line of duty four or martial arts of shaolin one of those two but i've been telling people we've, we've been doing in the line of duty for like two months for a bit, so, yeah. so i should probably stick with it um yeah, so probably in the line of duty four, uh, which I believe is free to watch on Amazon Prime. I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, any questions, any suggestions, any recommendations, any nice things, any horrible things to say, just send them my way. And until then, we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Jesus, <laughs> complete unprofessionalism. We usually don't say goodbye, don't you? No. What do I just say goodbye and then? Yeah. I just, oh. Don't like that. <laughs> we should start having a sign-off line. Okay. Yeah. Um. um we'll, we'll catch we'll, you on the flip side. We'll chop you later. <laughs> chop. Kung. Kung. Kick you later. Hiya, kick. <laughs> kick. Kick you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll workshop that. We'll come up with something. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Take care.